0: Good morning, Jason.
1: Good morning, Rosalind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for singing your good morning introduction.
1: Was that singing? Was that Did that sound as if I was carrying a tune?
0: Yeah. Well, we mentioned it last time that you have a very melodic way of, of greeting me in the morning.
1: I do, actually, now that you mention it. Yeah. And you have a <laughs> melodic way of saying goodbye.
0: I do, on the phone. I sort of sing it. It I?
1: actually... Sometimes annoys me because it feels.
0: Like, <laughs> uh oh, here we go.
1: <laughs> it feels like you're almost excited to get off the phone because that's when I hear it. Right when we're on the phone, all right, goodbye, like that, like get off the fucking phone, like I that. I didn't do
0: it like that. That's what it,
1: but you don't mean to. That's how I hear it.
0: But I don't. Uh, um, it's funny that I know why I do it because I think my dad does. Oh, it your too. parents
1: do it the same. The, your parents are the exact same. Yeah.
0: But I sing it, I'm like, bye! And
1: and for for record, if you're keeping notes on this, I don't like when your parents do it either. (laughs) (laughs) I don't happen to talk to them very much on the phone.
0: I feel like the the topic of conversation that we have for today could open a domestic can of worms, actually. Between us? Yeah.
1: Oh, great. Perfect. So
0: (laughs) we'll continue along that theme shortly. But before we get started, it was my birthday this week. I forgot. And, yeah. <laughs> no, you did remember. You got me a gift.
1: I got you um, multiple cards for the record. Two
0: cards, which I think you picked up when you went to the post office on Friday.
1: No. That, why? First huh? of all, why do you even have to try to guess when I got them?
0: No, I was, it was more so actually I was trying to guess where you got them for, from because it was so random.
1: They're Hallmark Funny
0: cards. No, they are funny, but they're just, they're like, they're, they're just random. Do
1: you want to know where I got them?
0: Yeah, where did you get them?
1: I got them, um, remember last Monday when I was out all day? Oh, yeah. And I had to go to the grocery store?
0: Oh, you got them from Publix.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just buy one, get one. <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> now I understand why I got two cards. Well,
1: I could have I saved it for a different occasion. <gasps> Or, For those
0: of you who don't know, my husband is Jewish. Wait, you realize that? <laughs> he the, loves a deal. <laughs>
1: I was going to say, there's probably a little bit of, a, I don't think racism is the right term when people say that about Jewish people. Like, it's a stereotype.
0: It is a stereotype.
1: Right, so that's like you being drunk right now and be like, well, Roz is English and she, you know, <laughs> I don't think that's the right stereotype, but you get my drift. People, People, I don't personally give a shit. But people get Oh,
0: that's not true. You love coupons and shit like that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying I don't oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care that people stereotype you. I don't cuz you know, we watch a ton of comedy and I will quickly tell anyone nothing offends me. There is but
0: stereotypes are funny.
1: They're funny, but they're still offensive to some people.
0: Oh, I know some people find them offensive, but
1: our Jewish listeners are very turned off by they're you. They're right very now.
0: offended. <laughs> <laughs> well, I apologize. But, uh, but uh, I really only mean to stereotype my husband. <laughs> well, and, and
1: for the record, yes, I do like a deal, but I also, <laughs> I also, am, oh. you, there is nothing. I li- literally cannot think of anything someone would say to me that would offend me. Okay,
0: cool. It well, would you. How you about are this different. For, for you. That, for the next Can podcast. Can I talk? No, no, You're no. Offending me.
1: You're offending me right now. Uh, you could offend me because you take it personally when it's your significant other. but okay. Right? But that did not offend me. Move on. Go ahead. We'll
0: move on, but I would like our listeners to uh, send us a message.
1: Send me offensive <laughs> and, messages. And try
0: to offend Jason. <laughs> and uh, the I'm most gonna... offensive message we will we'll perhaps share. With if anyone
1: listeners. offends me, I'll send them a prize.
0: Send them a prize.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> a book of coupons. <laughs> anyway, so it was my birthday. You got me a great gift. What did I get
1: you? I you got me a
0: pair of Nobles oh, yeah. that I've been eyeing up for about a month and a half. <laughs> Longer than that. Yeah, I've been... I think I've had them saved in a cart for at least eight weeks.
1: Yeah, I get a lot of shoes from Reebok, so I never really think about other brands or getting myself a pair of shoes, but... I knew you wanted these.
0: Yeah. So. I like them. They're comfy. They're very cool.
1: Got the right size.
0: You did. You did get the right size. But anyway, I thought it might be fun. seeing as we have a new product launching, our Fit at Home workout guide. Fit FH. FH. Functional High Intensity Interval Training at Home. I like it. So we've got. I think 40 workouts in that book. Great so,
1: workouts. They're going to smash people.
0: Yeah. Eight weeks worth of programming, basically, that you can follow. And that is, we're going to drop it today. I'm going to make it live. Oh, wow. Put it out there. It's finally ready. And um, yeah, we're going to give one away for free if you can guess my actual age and also my biological inner age
1: via Inside Tracker.
0: Yeah, so for those of you who haven't heard of Inside Tracker, probably twice a year, Jason and I get our blood markers checked. Yeah, that's just it. Just to make sure that everything is a okay and uh, we're doing the job we should be doing with our nutrition, make sure that things are on on track.
1: And sleep and stress. Yeah,
0: that, obviously those things play a part too. But it's very helpful to see where our health markers are at from Inside Tracker. Because they give you some dietary recommendations as well. But the cool thing I like about it is that they tell you your inner age. So Jason and I always have a little bit of a competition to see who is proportionately younger on the inside.
1: My Um, inner age was old Jewish man.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was older than you actually are, isn't it?
1: Um, I think actually originally (laughs) it was. was, And then with some tweaks, it came down. You
0: dropped a few years. That's good. So I got younger. So yeah.
1: Middle-aged Jewish man now.
0: There you go. Do
1: so, you want to say if yours is above or below, or do you want to give no I, clues? I'm
0: not going to give any clues away. I'll try not to give the game away. But yeah, so so shoot us an email. You're going to potentially hit us up on Instagram. Email contact at And two guesses. You need to guess my correct age and my inner age. Closest person will get a free copy of our ebook.
1: Closest person without going over, or closest period?
0: Just closest period.
1: So they can be over? Yeah. This is not Price's Right rules.
0: Oh, the Price is Right rules confuse me.
1: You just can't go over. It's not that hard. Okay. But you're saying they can go over? Yeah. You're going to get offended? I won't. All right. <laughs> is that it? I
0: don't get offended. People were asking me all week long, how old are you? And I was thinking, you know, I don't get offended by this question, but many women would.
1: I always get told that I'm younger, so i never get offended.
0: Hmm. That's
1: good. All right. Are we done? Podcast over?
0: <laughs> no. Uh, we have to get to onto the real topic what's of the conversation. Real, what is that? Pet peeves. I've got plenty. You want
1: them? A list?
0: <laughs> and this is where I was saying earlier at the beginning of this podcast that we could... Uh, Enter into some domestic uh, disputes
1: Yeah, most of my pet peeves involve you.
0: <laughs> exactly <laughs> but let's try to let's try to I don't know tone it down.
1: All right what is it let's, Just let's pet make peeves? it
0: more, more generic I don't so like, like pet peeves pe- let's start with in relation to fitness the gym all right and then we can move on and discuss some nutritional related pet peeves. This is just for fun, but I think it's, I think it's kind of interesting to, for me, it's interesting, and it it makes me laugh to know what other people get annoyed about. I don't know.
1: You probably know what I get annoyed about.
0: Well, why don't you tell me? I get, we were talking about this earlier.
1: But you know it a little bit as well, just from being around me. Okay, you And there's
0: there's different perspectives, too, because it depends... What hat you're wearing.
1: Okay, you throw it out there. So we'll let's, each talk let's start, about it.
0: Let's start with you. Okay, how about from your perspective as a coach... As a coach. As a coach in the gym, in the CrossFit gym, what's your pet peeve?
1: You tell me, what is my pet peeve as a CrossFit coach?
0: Um, I think it's... I think your biggest pet peeve, is it when people don't wait to break down their equipment? Or is it as a coach? I, honestly, I think as a coach, it's when, for maybe I'm wrong with this, but when people just aren't trying.
1: Yeah. Like I would go they're
0: like- there and they're just not bothering to make really any effort in actually applying themselves.
1: Yeah, I would go more there. So as far as breaking down equipment, I wouldn't say that's a pet peeve because I feel like that's my responsibility as the coach. And if people are... Br- to not- break it down? No, not to break it down, but to make it clear that they shouldn't be doing that.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. So
1: if if you coach and your class is breaking down equipment, it's very easy. And I, I suppose this is indicative of life. It's easy to just blame And be like, these people are breaking it down, but really that's your fault.
0: Right, because your members don't know any better. They
1: don't know any better. They could be new. Mm -hmm. And and at the end of the day, they're trying to do something productive. Right. And I don't want to be mad that your members are trying to clean. But I might say, hey, you know, Johnny, just wait. Go cheer somebody on. We'll break it down together. Yeah. And I've never really truly had that problem because it's always been very clear that in my boxes or in my classes that is the expectation so it wouldn't be a pet peeve if that happened today when I coach I would just slow them down Mm. you know and if they have their barbell broken down already cool and they put it away hey you leave the bumpers we'll grab that after no big deal but yeah I would say it's the people that just don't push themselves and with that being said I get it. Not everyone wants to go hard 100% of the time, but you have the people that come in and just lollygag through workouts over and over and over again. You know, whether it's the people that no matter what the weight, they throw 55 on the bar, whether it's the people that if they're doing banded pull-ups, they always grab the same green band, like push yourself, challenge yourself, ask me, I will tell you what to do in a way that is meant to help you achieve something, but also challenge you.
0: Right. It's that kind of thought process. Like you're here to get better, aren't you? So why not try to get better by putting a little extra weight on this time rather than just using your go-to weight every workout?
1: Yeah. Now I can take it to the other extreme and say that I also get annoyed when people try to go so hard that they either move like dog shit or purposely, you know, short range of motion standards.
0: Oh, that's definitely a pet peeve. So when people don't really meet the standards of the movement. Yeah.
1: I'm more impressed with like, Hey, the workout calls for 135, but I'm going 95, but I'm going to really move well and push myself, you know, back in the day. And you don't see it that much anymore. There'd be, and it's in my upcoming book, by the way, best hour of their day, a chapter devoted to this, where I had a member amongst many that would do it, where they would always try to go heavier than the prescribed weight. And it was really just their way of going easier. Because, you know, Fran, for example, which is 95 pounds or 65, and you should go unbroken, is actually easier if you choose a weight that that forces you to break it up because it's heavy. Right. So So you the, had
0: people who would do a heavier weight than the prescribed?
1: Yeah, they would try to go, you know, quote unquote, RX plus. But it turns out it was just their way of Being able to say, well, I didn't get the best time, but I went heavier.
0: Uh, Oh, that's silly. You're just changing the workout.
1: Well, you should read my book.
0: Well, when's it coming out?
1: Uh, Last edit, I actually just went back this morning when I was doing work, so soon. Should hopefully have a copy of it.
0: By the end of the year, you think?
1: Yeah. I was going to say, we should have a hard copy in hand probably when we get back from our trip. And then if all goes well, it's just, hey, let's start Putting it out there.
0: So should be out there hopefully in time for yeah, Christmas time for stocking fillers. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Or Hanukkah.
1: You know, I tried to time it. <laughs> time it for Hanukkah. I time it
0: for Hanukkah. You get there eight, you go.
1: eight copies of it. <laughs> so,
0: Or you get one chapter every day. <laughs>
1: well, there's 30 chapters. But yeah, you um, you yeah. don't really coach anymore, but did you have a pet peeve?
0: Um, For me, I think it was... Probably just people not introducing themselves.
1: That's a challenge. I can see that. Mm. It's hard. Again, I think for, for coaches, if you have a pet peeve, and even mine to, to some extent, it's really your fault. Yeah. And I'm not saying you were bad, but if, if you want to be the coach where everyone introduces themselves, you have to lead. You know, the other day I had two drop-ins from Ohio, and the first thing I did at the whiteboard is introduce them.
0: Yeah. No, I like that. And um, I think it's easy to forget to remind people to do that. I don't know why, but it is. My other pet peeve as a coach was when people would just leave their stuff out. And not, well that, not put it away. Like, that's annoying.
1: Yeah, that's annoying. Although I will say even that is typically, like, it's not malicious.
0: Yeah, I, I get it. Sometimes you have wad brain and you just wander off and you forget. But typically I think it is those types of people who are accustomed to not really cleaning up after themselves at home. It's like, how you do one thing is how you do anything. Well,
1: I have that belief. And then my new quote that I'm kind of trying to remember is, don't attribute to malice what can be attributed to stupidity.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, and, is that the actual it, I believe quote? it's
1: ignorance, but I, I like saying say, stupidity yeah, better.
0: I mean, and just forgetfulness.
1: Yeah, but the point is, it was like the discussion we all had with Kieran and Vince over where it's like, are people trying uh, to come let's, from? Let's not
0: dive down that rabbit we're, hole. We're again. not,
1: we're not diving no, down that. No, All
0: let, right, let's get back to. All that. right, okay. what's let's, the next pet peeve? Well, well, we did the coach's perspective. What's your pet peeve as a gym user?
1: Ooh, good question. And
0: in both, like any any gym environment.
1: Okay, so let's distinguish. We primarily train at CrossFits, but we travel a lot, mm-hmm. so we hit hotel gyms.
0: Yeah, because I have I've a, I've hit a fair amount of. I wouldn't call them global gyms, but kind of, you know, gyms are v- evolving and they're becoming sort of this boutique CrossFit hybrid. It's weird. But when I went to the UK, there was it was right. an amazing facility that was like that. But uh, yeah, so I've been to a couple of gyms like that recently.
1: Well, people are realizing there's a group of people that go to gyms because they actually want to work out mm. and they can charge a little bit more and be a CrossFit or, you know, the Orange Fit theory or F45 model. Like it's all, it's all one and the same. Like, Hey, we're charging a premium, but we expect you to come in work out and get coached,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, just like yoga. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's start with CrossFit.
0: Okay.
1: I think I have, do you know it? We talked a little bit about it. So my one big pet peeve in CrossFit is if I'm working out, I, I don't want to be talked to when I'm working, when I'm moving, so in other words, you're there for an hour, I show up, I'm the life of the party, I'm chit-chatting, I'm talking to everybody, high-fiving, getting going, but if I start a set moving, be it my workout or a heavy weight or bodybuilding set, don't talk to me.
0: Yeah, I, I would observe that you, you don't always uh, <laughs> reciprocate that. You
1: think like, I talk to people when they're moving?
0: Oh, not when they're moving, but like you say, you're the life of the party going around chit-chatting like...
1: But know when I want it to end.
0: Huh?
1: But know that, you know, so for example, I don't care if it's a warm-up weight or not. It's just, you know, it's it's something that's been ingrained as me, in me as a kid. So I understand it's this weird rule because I can be going from yelling and screaming, having fun, but I step under a barbell to squat, like, it stops. Mm-hmm. Stop talking to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just like you respect the set, you respect the
0: weight.
1: Yeah. So I'd say that's probably it. Or people that... You know, when you're not moving just yet, but you're trying to get moving or you're kind of like doing something and they just won't stop. And they talking won't stop talking.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's my pet peeve too. like just people who don't know when to stop talking. Like, of course, you you're there to be a little bit social, especially in a CrossFit environment. They have that community, you know, yeah. feel and social element to it. Um, so you've got to expect a little bit of social engagement and that's, that's nice. That's what makes you want to go there too. Um, a lot of the time, but a lot of people, or not a lot of people, there are some people who definitely don't recognize that. Okay. I've been yapping away for a long time at this person and they're clearly trying to get going with their workout now.
1: Yeah. Or uh, knowing it happens often when you're stretching at the end. Yeah. Like I'm just holding a pose because I'll do like a long stretch, be it, you know, the couch stretch, abandoned stretch, ROMWOD, and I have a timer and it's like, I get it. I'm here. I can talk, but I don't want to A, crank my neck to look up at you while you're standing there. Mm. So come down to my level.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Or just don't talk to me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So It's the same thing in... um Hotel type gyms or Globo gyms. What's well,
1: different? What's your pet peeve there? Well,
0: s- similarly, so I've been going to our clubhouse gym quite a bit lately, just to kind of avoid talking to people in there, <laughs> just because it's a time saver. But when I go in there, I do like to, I'll maybe do something with the Peloton app or whatever it might be. But I'll have my headphones on or in, and I'll be listening to something, and people who are just trying to talk to me. As well
1: oh no one talks to me at the clubhouse
0: oh I don't know why maybe maybe I give off a friendly looking face well
1: no part of it is because you're wearing earbuds people can't see I have my bigger headphones on
0: yeah I I mean when I'm walking the dogs that does happen often and I and I know it's because they don't know or see that I've got earbuds in but um but in the gym it's just Funny. There's a couple of guys who, who I see regularly in there, but they often try to engage in conversation. No, with I think I'm I, a little
1: no. more intimidating there. <laughs> so I don't. Then no one. I've never. No one has ever spoken to me at the gym.
0: No. Yeah. Never. Interesting. And even
1: when I walk the dogs and I have my headphones on, and someone tries to talk to me, I pretend like I'm on a phone call,
0: mm.
1: and I just start talking. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is great. And you know they. <laughs> It looks like I'm on a phone call, so they don't. <laughs> so you're I actually just,
0: very antisocial. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't like people.
1: I don't like people at all.
0: <laughs> but um, what's your pet peeve when you're in a hotel gym or oh, a gym yeah. like
1: that? That's just dumb people. It's it's when people are doing nonsense. Yeah. And it's either non. First of all, people that come to a hotel gym or any gym for that matter just to walk on the treadmill
0: yeah
1: go outside and walk, or
0: sit on a machine with a book i mean
1: even a bike i get because you might not have one at home like a recumbent bike at least
0: listen to an audio book so you can you know move a little bit more but it's more so you
1: know it's that people that do dumb stuff like i'm you know we're at a hotel gym we're still trying to move with intensity do smart movements and people get in your way um and i and i also i think i was telling you this like in this day and age, if you don't realize you need to be lifting weights to some extent, so the people that only do cardio, yeah, it's like if you don't realize how important it is to strengthen your, your muscles, your joints, your bones, you, you're dumb. I don't know how else to put it. Like you're really, I, dumb is probably not the right word. You're ignorant, right? Like people, an ignorant is often really misconstrued as malicious it just means you don't know any better yeah right they there's still that generational gap where you know the people before my generation were were strength training via arnold and those people came about but it was still very you know obscure and like a what's the term where it's like a small culture like a not like a revolution but it was you know we were the minority still. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like freaks that lifted uh, weights.
0: Underground. Yeah, it was underground.
1: That's a good term. It was like more still underground, even though it was gaining popularity. You know, my my parents' generation would still be, oh, that's either how you're going to get hurt or I don't want to get bulky or I'm going to get stiff and tight. Where it's like adding muscle to your body is what's going to, A, allow you to burn calories all day long. At some point... You're not, you know, like my parents, they're never going to not be able to keep up cardiovascularly. Mm
0: -hmm. I
1: mean, heart disease and all that, they need to prevent. And most of that, I would say, should be attributed to your nutrition anyway. But I would find it very unlikely that they're going to have to move for 30 minutes and fail. But there is going to be, there already are multiple things they can't lift in their own house that I have to go over for. Yeah. So you should want to lift weights. Yeah. If, if the entire hotel gym was monopolizing the dumbbells and I want to, I would be much happier than if they were just all walking on a treadmill. <laughs> I, mean, I know that was a rant.
0: <laughs> That's what happens when you talk about pet peeves. So. Because
1: I've just... I'm sure there are things I do wrong in this life. Like when it comes to no. like... No. I, I can't think of any, but... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like there are things in this scenario... That I don't do well, I'm sure, yeah. not not in, in outside of fitness,
0: mm-hmm. where I'm
1: the ignorant one, but it's more so that they don't want to learn, or you, or well, they're, I
0: think Like you said, there's a there's a generational gap, and there's there's an educational gap too. You know, they don't know any better, but it is somewhat surprising that people still don't know any better, or that they. And, and really what it comes down to is beliefs as well. You know, people are clinging on to that belief that, oh, no, cardio is what will help me lose weight better than anything else. Or, oh, if I lift weights, I'm just going to get bulky and I don't want that. Or, versus the actual truth, which is what you pretty much well, just outlined and highlighted. And, right, and we're
1: I being think. super nitpicky, but, I mean, it's the same for me at jiu-jitsu. Like, I've got buddies there that still won't listen to me that carbs won't make you fat or that rather than going for a 5 mile run every day they should be squatting benching and like people are like what should i do jay all the time my buddy george i love george he's like same exact height as me but like a little mexican guy and we get along great same he's a year too older but we clash well when it comes to jiu jitsu grappling
0: mm-hmm.
1: he's strong like if he throws a choke on you there's no coming back but he won't listen to me about like his nutrition. He's always tired. He's beat. He's a firefighter. So he works shift work. And I'm like, dude, you need to do this, stop this. And he just won't change. Hmm. And I think it's because fitness and nutrition is very much like if I said to him, Hey, you believe in the wrong God, he would be like, no way. This is how I grew up. Right. Fitness and nutrition is very much in line with religion.
0: Well, I think it's just, it's, it's a, all tied up in your belief system, and what yeah. you've been surrounded by your whole life and brought up with, so
1: but, and that's why the it's best: It's difficult
0: thing, to break those belief systems down.
1: And you know, if you're listening, let me give a tip. The best thing you can do is lead by example, because when I take my shirt off in front of George, while he looks good, I look way better, and he's always like, "What do you do?" And I'm like, "I fucking tell you every day what I do. You don't want to do it."
0: Hmm. And, and then the other thing is, you know, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, no, my, what I believe is right, it's, well, is that working for you? And if
1: That's why I ask him that question all the time. How's that working for you, George? Right. Well, you've, you complain about that little belly fat you've had. You complain about being tired. Here's something I heard recently. I don't know who to attribute it to, but it was like, no, people aren't willing to make a change until the pain of doing what they're doing outweighs it.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? So he's still got a great life. He's happily married. He's got a great job. He does well. Until something so painful forces him to make a change, he'll keep doing what he's doing. hmm And that's what, you know, people listening, if they're talking to their friends, their family members, that's what it's all about. But we digress. What's your pet peeve? We do
0: digress. What's
1: your pet peeve at the box?
0: Oh, I think we covered that already. It's really just when people are talking well, to you. same as mine. Yeah, yeah, and you're in the middle of something. Um, what
1: about at the hotel gym or global gym? Just still when uh, people the, talk yeah, to you? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Same thing. I think as well, just people, when they monopolize equipment and they're not even doing anything on it, let's like... Ben, I'm be- that's beneficial i'm like you're getting in my way and you're not even benefiting yourself right well, now just uh, get off that equipment that i want to use it's <laughs> very selfish and judgmental but it happens to me sometimes
1: or when i'm gonna like i'm gonna use that way better and harder than you <laughs> let me get on there like <gasps> get off with your one pound plate let me throw in 10 plates on this leg press let me take a quick story here oh. we um <laughs> this is when i first found crossfit 2007 and uh my girlfriend and I at the time went on a cruise.
0: Yeah.
1: And you've been to a cruise now, and you've seen the Globo Gym area.
0: Oh, my gosh. That was eye-opening. I'd never seen anything like that in my life. Well, before. yeah, but we
1: were on Watt on the Waves, so it's a little different. By the way, if you want to go on Watt on the Waves, too, use the code BESTHOUR. Oh, yeah. So, but anyway, back in the day, the, the gyms on Globo Gyms were even smaller. So I find CrossFit, and shortly after, we're on this vacation – and I'm just like, we're monopolizing. We're going to take that pull-up machine, that treadmill, because we're going to do these workouts. And I was like, I don't care that other people want to use them. Like, we're using them for CrossFit. <laughs> so we we get priority.
0: Yeah. You know, we
1: did, like, Cindy at one point on the one pull-up station that's 20 minutes, and I'm like, no, this is ours. We're using this right now.
0: Were people, like, lining up, like, hey, buddy, how no, like, are you? No, like, it, it
1: really, you know, probably didn't offend more than one or two people at the time. Just like, hey, we're using this. But now I realize how much of a dick I was being.
0: All right, any other <laughs> pet peeves you want to discuss? Uh, well, let's, let's think about some uh, nutrition-based ones, food-based ones. What's your, what's your biggest food-based pet peeve? I mean I have a very obvious one.
1: Of yours or mine? Of mine. What's yours?
0: Personally. And I feel like men are most commonly afflicted with this, but noisy eaters. Like people who well, chew just gross, very yeah. loudly. But also actually there are some people who have this condition where their their jaw clicks. I don't know, it's I forget what it's called, but it's actually it's a condition and Unless you have, like, surgery, you can't really fix it. That, and it is super annoying.
1: Well, when people chew loud, it's really that they're eating with their mouth open, right?
0: I don't know. But also people... <laughs> I'm not going to mention who is guilty of this. I'm going to know who you're talking who, about. People who see. are just very noisy eaters in general. So maybe their jaw is clicking or...
1: You have someone in mind? them
0: making a lot of noise whilst they eat. But also... Just a ton of audible noises like mmm 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 yum yum yum, or just like okay. <laughs> Who are you We get of? it. It's tasty. Calm down. <laughs> Do
1: you have a person you're talking about?
0: I'm not gonna share. It. Do I know them? Uh, no, I'm not gonna reveal. Who is it? I'm not gonna reveal. Come on, I'll let you the know list- off there
1: No, the listeners deserve no. to know.
0: I will not reveal my right. sources. I, I'll tell you someone.
1: <laughs> I had a different ex. And when her parents, I would eat with them, her dad was disgusting. Oh, no. And it wasn't like food flying. It would just chew with his mouth. It was so loud. And I would, every time, I didn't eat with them that many times, but I would purposely try to sit as far away from him as I could. Yeah. Like, I couldn't be near him. Uh-huh. Um, also that, or when people stick their fingers in their mouth to, like, grab, like, move. to get
0: food out of their yeah, teeth? Yeah, like, use
1: your fucking tongue, bro.
0: Well, also, like, you're still at the table. Everyone else is sat around maybe still eating. Like, can you not just excuse yourself to the bathroom and handle it? Or go, so- like, why do that in front of people? Oh, it's gross. I don't understand.
1: I don't really have any pet peeves other than that. <laughs> I mean, and that's not even a pet peeve. I would just be like, that's, you, dude, you're disgusting. You can't eat oh, here anymore. Oh, man. No, I don't really have any pet peeves when it comes to eating, do I?
0: Well, I think there are a whole host of food-related um, belief systems, again, about what's courteous. and I get
1: annoyed just when people mention the fact that I'm weighing and measuring. But, I mean, that's not really a pet peeve. I just tell them they're dumb. <laughs> you- No, I mean, it's like...
0: Well, we had a pet peeve when we were on vacation one time with other people who didn't really care about their nutrition and knew what we were doing and would just eat anything and everything regardless well, well, that's and not replace things.
1: That's another story. But yeah, I mean, if you're traveling or spending a vacation with someone else, it's more so where it's like, hey... You know I care about my nutrition, and you clearly don't. Don't eat the broccoli, right? <laughs> eat the fucking Oreos, because you're going to eat them anyway. Don't pretend like you eat healthy for this five minutes. That <laughs> mean, that's what you're saying, and I agree with that. And that's why I purposely eat, pull my plate out. If there's a bunch of people eating, and it's buffet style, I go last. If I have, if, if I have my scale with me, because I know I'm going to take a lot of food, A, and B, I know I'm going to take my time, so I'll go last. So don't give me shit you know, about either how much I'm taking or the fact that I'm weighing and measuring. And, and I've, said it to, I've said it in a recent post, and I've talked to people about it. I just use the answer that, hey, this is important to me. I don't care that you like it. or Like me weighing my food doesn't impact you. But you being a glutton impacts me. <laughs> I mean, I know what you're talking about. We're um, not going to say that one on the air. But, but I agree where it was like, man, I buy these egg whites because I need lean protein. You can eat eggs or you can eat bacon.
0: But again, that this comes back to you can't attribute to malice what ah. is really stemming from ignorance. Damn it. Because they don't know anybody. They don't You're know right. egg whites is a lean source of protein. You're right. And, um,
1: You're right.
0: But, but speaking of that, my absolute pet peeve, which is a domestic concern, is when things are finished and it is not put on the Instacart list or even mentioned in conversation. Oh, shit. Did you do Instacart is hello? already? This is running out. Or, hello, you are eating the majority of this stuff.
1: Did you get me Please aminos? Please tell me.
0: No, I did not. Damn it. Damn it. Well, how about you do the shopping?
1: First of all, you don't do the shopping. You go on your phone and order it. Okay. And I do it sometimes, too.
0: How many times have you done it? Once. Okay, sometimes. Sometimes, I said.
1: I said times, singular. Again. And
0: how long have we had Instacart?
1: Maybe s- two weeks?
0: Since the beginning of the year. We started... Eight months? January. So eight months. When we got back from the Waves, or just before we went away. Oh, yeah, it was it right around. Yeah, right,
1: right.
0: But, um, yeah. I, I was better
1: at that for a bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, give me some credit. I was better for a short while. I need to get better at it.
0: When you were actually telling me that we were out of stuff? No,
1: I added it to Instagram a couple times. But most of the time, it's food that I want. Like, you don't use the aminos, and I just realize I'm out. Now I have to go out and get some. But
0: you use... But you... I'm saying you eat food that I also enjoy, and you don't tell me, A, hey, I'm going to eat the rest of the raspberries today, or B, even when you eat them, hey, I finished the raspberries today. You just... Hey, I'm gonna have, eat two punnets of raspberries today and not tell anyone about it. I never it. eat
1: two in a day. First of all, all right. I only have them once for breakfast so in my oatmeal.
0: I told you guys this was gonna open up a domestic can. Of I don't rice. think you
1: do the same.
0: Okay, well, who does the shopping?
1: Well, you didn't know. You use the bread.
0: No, I tell you when things are running low. Egg whites, yesterday, running low. Hey, Jay, just a heads up, the egg whites are the Yeah, and then low. I finished
1: them this morning. Did you order but some? Did,
0: yes, I did. And did I tell you yesterday they were running low? Yeah, Does anybody what, else have conversations like this? For what time? reason? It didn't do any good to me.
1: Like, all what did it do?
0: We should use this audio and post it over, like, the most happy, content image of us. Post it on Instagram. Be like, hey, oh. this is real life shit, people. This
1: is bullshit is what it is.
0: <laughs> I can't believe you didn't give me any
1: aminos. What am I going to put in my rice later?
0: Oh, calm down. You'll be fine. Anyway, uh, well, we'll let's, let's cover. We haven't done the nutritional pet peeve from a perspective of a coach, a nutrition coach.
1: Well, that's just easy. That's just when people want results and they're not working for them. It's the same as CrossFit. And I think that's my life pet peeve. Really, when it comes down to it, is people that bitch and moan and aren't willing to change. That's it. (laughs) That's a summary. (laughs) Stop listening. That's what I don't like about human beings. And I think that's why I've genuinely grown to dislike people because they just complain. People are (laughs) whiners.
0: We've turned into those No,
1: you're right. But here's what happened. You're right. I didn't put the aminos down. I either have to use something else tonight or I got to go shopping. And I'm done with it. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at myself. Wait, it's wait, done. I was
0: going to say, why would you be mad at me? Because you
1: knew that we were running low well on it. I didn't know
0: about the aminos. I don't use them. Uh,
1: <laughs> and you,
0: I uh, love this. I My put husband's it, harboring resentment for me because I did the shopping but forgot to get him his aminos.
1: No, I'm not. But I
0: had no idea we were running low. You,
1: you're not listening. The point is, <laughs> I have no one to blame but myself. And there's nothing to blame. Life will go on, whatever. But the point is, whether it's the gym, nutrition, people want these immediate results, and they're not willing to work for them. They think it's going to be easy and simple. No, they don't see the fact that... I I talked this weekend at a level one, and I gave the nutrition lecture and told them that I had my scale with me, and their minds were blown. Like, it's an eight-ounce scale. I put (laughs) it in my bag. I only had one bag with me. It was a carry-on. I was gone for two days. Like, right. the and fact it, that that seemed crazy is indicative of the fact... These are <clears throat> at a CrossFit seminar. Well, so I, th-
0: I think people... I'm
1: done. I'm, d- I'm done recording. <laughs>
0: Careful. He's picking up his coffee mug. I I'm felt empty, like And I it's empty. I felt like he was going to smash it.
1: I'm done, I'm A, because I'm out side. of coffee. <laughs> B, I'm getting hungry. I know. C, I got to go to the grocery like, store because I'm out like of aminos your now. Blood,
0: blood sugar must be low because you, you typically get angry when that happens, but... Um, Yeah, no, I agree with you. And my other pet peeve in general, I think with people is, is when they just cling on to these ludicrous ideas and myths about nutrition and fitness, like, oh, fasted cardio is what's going to get me lean. Oh, um, if I stop eating foods late at night, then I'll lose three pounds and be fine the next day. Like whatever it might be, just stupid stuff like that. It's
1: their way to, it's their way to have a shortcut.
0: Yeah. That's what it it, is.
1: Yeah, you're right. It's just stupid ideas
0: that, I'm bucking the
1: system. I've found the way to actually lose weight, and it's really easy. It's called X. No. Nothing beats. You got to eat right. You got to do it every day, and you have to exercise. And if you do that day in and day out, starting right now, you will see progress.
0: Yeah. And it's hard work. It's like,
1: really hard. I don't, I'm tired. 99% of the days we're awake. I don't want to work out. Right. I, I, once I get there, I enjoy it. I get moving, but then I have to every set. I'm like, okay, I got to go hard on this set. I got to push myself on this set. I got to keep going. I got to do the next exercise, whatever. It's not always easy, but you realize that If I want these results, I have to work for them. No different than anything. I mean, the same people I'm complaining about probably do work in other areas of their life, and some don't. Some will complain they have no money because they're not willing to work harder. But some work plenty hard at their jobs or their families, but they just, when it comes to diet and exercise, it's like this obstacle that they can't overcome because they just can't buckle down and start.
0: I think anything in this world that is worth having is going to require hard
1: work. Yeah, like They're- my aminos. I gotta go out <laughs> yeah. now and get in the car.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, drive a mile down the road. Wait, you have to go coaching later. You can get some on your way home. Take you- it's
1: on the opposite side of the street.
0: Uh, it'll take you an extra three minutes. <laughs> First world problems over here. <laughs> anyway, yes. So things that are worth having require hard work. Open your mind. <laughs> and uh, let us know if you have any pet peeves that we missed I feel like we covered them all
1: well don't forget guess Roz's inner age yes an actual age to win a fit guide what else did I tell people about oh yeah my book's coming out shortly best hour of their day and of course if you're interested in Waddle on the Waves use the code best hour or hit us up and we'll answer some questions about it but if you want to find out some pet peeves all you gotta do is go on a cruise ship
0: oh man that that cruise ship was such an eye opener for me. Like this is what the rest of the world is like. Yeah. It was strange.
1: We'll hear, you'll hear us talk. We'll have a seminar We have a best hour seminar. Of course, we'll be coaching classes, but great time.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I'll put a ton of links in the show notes of this podcast for everyone. But, um, cool. Well, I'll let you get back to your, your busy day and finishing your book. Thanks, babe. <laughs> Hey guys, just a quick message before you go. We really appreciate you tuning in and listening to what we have to say. We do our best to provide you with valuable insights in our own entertaining way, and we hope you get a lot out of it, whether you're on your drive to work, walking the dog, or however else it is you go about enjoying your podcast. But for us to continue to keep doing that, we really need your support. So whether that's subscribing to our podcast feed sharing an episode, or supporting our podcast with a monthly donation by clicking on the link in our podcast show notes, we genuinely would appreciate you showing us some love. So thanks again for tuning in, and we look forward to entertaining you the next time on another episode of the Own Your Eating podcast.